What we do here is we drink beer and we talk about in weird things sometimes. Mostly and, opinions and beer. And Romulo over here, she brought chocolate-covered blueberries for us to try too. It's a full house. We got two beers, chocolate-covered blueberries, and a topic. What's that topic? Well, we'll get to that. Hold up now. I don't think you really gave these blueberries their just desserts right here. These aren't just any chocolate-covered blueberries. These are Harry and David chocolate-covered blueberries Harry. from Bedford, Oregon. My God. Milk-covered chocolate blueberries made with real fruit. Real? The mouth, well, these mouth-watering treats are made in small batches right here in our candy kitchen using only the finest ingredients like real fruit, real vanilla, and our special well, blend of chocolate. Well, you know, the topic today is going to be very short, and so we can eat these blueberries in the finale reviewing the blueberries. But we're going to kick things off with a little bit of Christmas cheer. And that Christmas cheer comes in the form of Red, the beer of the day. The beer of the day. Because we have two beers, but this is the beer of the day. It is Red Nose Rain Beer. Off the Red Nose Rain Beer. Red Nose Rain Beer is, is brewed by Urban South Brewing Company. This is a fruited wheat with cranberry, cinnamon, and brown sugar. Yeah. This beer comes in at a. Uh, this is American Wheat Ale aged on fresh cranberry puree, cinnamon sticks, and light brown sugar. Coming in at, at 5.4%. Let's give these cans a pop. Everybody get a good smell of your beer. I, I hate, oh my god, I hate this. I can't describe it. I hate this you smell. smell. It? I hate this smell so much. Oh no. I can smell the cranberry in it. It smells like the oyster beer. It does smell like kind of oystery. This is an old, is it? Shh. No. Are we drinking expired red nose rain beer? <laughs> is this expired red nose rain beer? No, we're good. Oh, wait. You got know what? I may not even be able to drink this one. What happened? Cranberry in it. Oh, it goes to a problem. You're allergic? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's, I can not, give it it's not fresh taste. fruit. What you well, how allergic are you? It's not fresh fruit. It just says it right here. It doesn't matter what it says, it's been through a process. Well, I've taken an allergy, man. It might help. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, so we may have a uh, we may have a death on our hands. We have an allergic reaction. Red nose red. We got a lactose intolerant person drinking milk. No, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's cranberry. <laughs> it's the cranberry, damn it. Alright, let's try this beer, guys. I don't taste any of it. Well, neither. It tastes like a regular beer to me. I get the cranberry and the cinnamon. I, I taste cinnamon. It tastes like that's a beer it. that's been filtered through a pastry. Like, not a pastry-flavored mm. beer, but a beer that's been in proximity to a <laughs> This has been in the bakery shop. <laughs> this was, this, was in, really this is a beer that hung out well, with a pie. Let me Turn this can a little bit here, you know. You got glasses in front of you if you wish to get a little bit of a glass. Pour. I mean, it's aged 
it goes out of its way to no, say it definitely uh, goes out of its way to say aged on fresh cranberry puree. I don't get the fresh cranberry puree. I don't either. Puree. You think I can, be I can smell the cranberry. You guess you can yeah, smell the oysters. Cinnamon sticks maybe. Cinnamon sticks maybe. And then the brown sugar. The brown sugar obviously was put into the actual process and therefore the yeast ate it all up. So there's pointless to even put it on there. Except to let people know that it was in there at one point before the yeast ate all the sugar. Yeah. Well, now that you said brown sugar, I'm tasting an aftertaste of brown sugar. Now that you put that idea in my head, you know. You really got to be thinking of it, but yeah. <laughs> you got to. You really got to like, think of it's it. Still, all the, it still tastes like a regular beer. All the flavors in this beer you have to think flavors, of but, to find it. But if you were just given this on the street, you would say... Man, this Bud Light is weird. Yeah, right. You yeah. Go, wow, this Miller tastes fucked up. I don't know. I, I mean, upon smelling it and then tasting it, I might be like, what is this, cranberry Bud Light? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Cranberry Bud Light. Dang. Oh, I, I, okay. Urban Sound is a lot of love. We, we got a lot of talk going on, but I'm just wondering, how does everybody feel about this beer? I feel like the name was so cool, and then you taste it, and you're like, no, this beer does not get red nose rain beer. That's for a good beer. Oh, so this beer doesn't, this beer is like false advertisements, what you're saying. Yeah. You, you were hoping for something, you know, fruity and cinnamony with that sweet brown sugar note at the end, exactly. and then you got, yeah, you got Christmas-y. beer. And then you got regular beer. You got regular beer that smells like cranberry. This needs to I mean, be at least how... uh, 20% more festive. You got yeah, they, they put a lot of work on the can. I, I mean, they got I candy think canes. you have to kind of mix it around a little Christmas-y. bit, and you might be able to get them flavors. Maybe you have to roll the can. Maybe it's like a nice Christmas morning, and it's a fucking Christmas. There should be no wrong way to drink your beer. I'm, I'm just speaking See, to the manufacturers now. Mixed it a little bit. It kind of. I'm kind of getting the cold. Yeah, I'm getting. I, 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 I might. I might get like a. But the cinnamon, I'm not getting at all. Like if you fill your mouth with it, and you let it coat your entire tongue. You, the the tang of the cranberry style of like that that cranberry tang will happen on the side of your tongue. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, it doesn't it doesn't pierce through at all. My God. No, man, it's literally like a Bud Light with a hint of cranberry. Man, no, you're right. I have to be sipping this like a sommelier or something. Yeah, you can't just, like, take a drink of this in order to get the cranberry or even a little bit of the cinnamon. You gotta, like, let it sit on your tongue. You gotta let it sit in your mouth. Like, like you need to pour it in a glass and add some grenadine to it and maybe Mm. pick up the flavors. Yeah, you gotta doctor this. The Mm. can looks super cool, though. I want to hang it on the tree. The can definitely looks festive. Rain beer. So creative. (laughs) So creative. Weirdly enough, I was expecting cherry. I don't know why the Rudolph the you know the idea of Rudolph the red nose right, reindeer you know it's got a round yeah I was like, like a, sticking like with the they're sticking guess, with the reddish berry mm-hmm. theme I guess, I guess yeah I was gonna say I guess the cranberry was the point of I guess the, do do you feel like if this beer even though it's a god awful creation in real life do you feel like if they would have just put more into the fruit side of it and said that this is like a trying to make like a fruit cake flavored like beer mimosa, kind of. You know, like because fruitcake's got the cinnamon, it's got the festive stuff in it, it's got the nutmeg. What they were trying to go for just doesn't sit well with beer. If, if yeah. it would have been all that. Well, it also misses festive, too. This is supposed to be a Christmas beer, and it also misses all the notes of festive. It does. It maybe should have been done like with a champagne or something. You know, like, man, I mean, so, you know, if my all, uncle had red nose rain beer, 
and eggnog, I would probably drink the eggnog instead and feel more. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would too, and I don't even fucking like eggnog. Yeah, if it was if if I was in a festive mood, which I'm rarely in, and and somebody was to be like, oh, red nose rain beer or just some good old eggnog, which I would like, just drink the eggnog. I am yeah. wondering now. The vanilla spice eggnog at that. We're in the right uh, we're in the right season, and in lieu of a topic for the moment, at least, I would like to know round the table what are our thoughts on eggnog in terms of the Christmas season, like spiked or non-spiked. We got two immediately that are not not on board, it seems. Well, uh, I'm not really an eggnog. I don't know. Like, I'm spiked, eggnog. if you let it sit and sit and sit after heating it up with the spike, because that's normally how it's done, it gets stronger. Mm. That I did notice. The one time I did have a spiked eggnog. You see, weirdly enough, like you, 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 like my grandpa would always do that. Like you warm up a carton of eggnog, you pour a couple shots of brandy in it, mm-hmm. and then you pour that thing into little tiny cups, so it's all like spread out, super thin, uh-huh. and you just take like a little drink of eggnog, and it tastes like nutmeg and cinnamon sits, and all that. Right, you know? But mm-hmm. as it sits there, yeah, it then just it sits there. All that foam it bubbles gets, away. It gets really strong on the alcohol. That's why they use. That's why a lot of people use brandy because when it when it gets a little warmer, that's why a lot of people that drink Hennessy and other brandies and shit. If you ever notice, that glass is thinner like this glass for a reason. Yeah, because your yeah. hand actually heats it up and that would help release some of the flavor that's actually in it. That's why there's certain liquors and other things you stir with your finger because the oil in your skin releases the rest of the flavor. Damn. Just like certain whiskeys, you get you have water with the water unlocks more of the taste, more of the you know the flavor, whatever. Well, since Brendan brought in a topic, we all know that Adam has the topic <laughs> of the day. The topic of the day. <laughs> what um, would that be? Romulan. Have you noticed something interesting? Have you noticed the the possible death of the casual restaurant? No, I oh no. You haven't thought, thought of that at all? I have not thought about that, but now that you say it, just just like the what way to segue into from the, now that you say the flavor, I can sort of pick it up, but now that you've said it, now I'm like, oh, that's true. Well, Tyler and I were talking the other day about, you know, just, you know, the death of of, uh, of the casual, the, 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 right, the casual chains, right? Right, you got, you know, places like Red Lobster posting online that they just did their new all-you-can-eat shrimp deal, and they lost, the, the company itself lost like $11 million what? on the all-you-can-eat shrimp. <laughs> what? That's funny. I thought Red yeah. Lobster shut their doors. No, well, uh, Walmart they did. Yeah, Walmart yeah. they did. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay. like the franchise nationwide, in a sense, has lost over like a million, $11 million on their all-you-can-eat shrimp deal because people just been going in there and Ooh, yeah, gorging themselves on shrimp. <laughs> look, at, look at the price of shrimp. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> the price of shrimp. And, you're and then you look at places like Joe's Crab Shack. Fucking buffet, right? They're shutting down all over the place. We lost, Once again, just like the, the Red Lobster here in Beaumont, we lost lost our Joe's Crab Shack. We've lost a couple steakhouses. We lost the Major League Bar and Grill. Got the Nashville Hot Chicken. It was a nasty flop. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, what's in right now is, like, the food trucks and then, like, just local local restaurants that are popping up. I'm pretty sure maybe everybody at this table can agree, but it's a well-known fact that, you know, since we all live in the South, like, if you go to a restaurant and order barbecue... Versus going to a place called, like, Joe's Smoke Shack or whatever. You know, not to be uncreative. But it's just like some little shack on the side of the road where Look, they've got a big grill in the back. That's where you get the best barbecue. The guy's got Ray-Ban sunglasses. <laughs> and he's got a red Paisley bandana. He's wearing a Stars and Bars fucking t-shirt. <laughs> we got two of those in Groves. Yeah. It's those, it's those offbeat 
out of the way shit you wouldn't expect yeah. has the best food. And I feel like the best food. I feel like the rise of the mom and pop, like Adam's saying, the rise of the mom and pop and the food truck is kind of killing the chain. Yeah, the chain. But, it is but you know, I think it also has a lot to do with all the prices of everything oh, yeah. going skyrocketing up. Because, but... like, my example always was when it came to going out to Red Lobster. We could go and spend $93, you know, $100-something dollars for the six of us to eat at Red Lobster. Or we could literally go to the grocery store and spend that $90 on, like, some shrimp, some steak, and other stuff, cook it all up on a grill, and it'd be a much larger... Everybody would get more for their, their buck than you would going and ordering a little platter. Comes with one scoop of mashed potatoes on this. And can we all agree that the only good thing about Red Lobster was their biscuits? And yeah. once they started yeah. selling yes. them, yes. they started selling them in boxes at Walmart, yes. you can make oh them at God. home. There's yeah. no reason Fuck to go yes. now. There's no reason to go. Considering Red Lobster was never going to give out their. A uh, biscuit recipe because yeah. I asked for it once before. Oh, really? And they said they could not give it out. Oh and all my of a sudden, God. now they're selling them in the. Yeah, in you go Walmart. to Walmart. That's why it's all me and my wife buy. We don't buy any other biscuit brand. We just go to the Walmart. We buy that little box of <laughs> Cheddar Bay biscuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, 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 that's the other reason would you buy another fucking brand for it when you know what you're fixing to get out of that fucking box. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what changes you, and can, you make can to it. You can jazz it up. Yeah, you can add extra cheeses. You can add more, you know, garlic, more butter, whatever you want we to make it. Absolutely the... always add exactly. more garlic butter. Now, with that being said, the, the the casual chain restaurant is still out there. Oh yeah, there are tons of yes. them. And guess what? They release a yearly report on how these chain restaurants are doing money wise, and they get a then you get a breakdown of the top of the brands. To get the full list, the top five hundred chain restaurants you must pay $9,500 to access this yearly list that is released. <laughs> wow, that's expensive. That's okay, you keep that. But... That sounds like a brand new house or a... You could buy a, a car. down payment on a vehicle. But restaurantbusiness.com releases the top 10 every year. And, <laughs> and so we can't go through the, the top 500, top 100, but we got 10 of the top chains currently running. I wanted to see if any of y'all are surprised by the current top 10 casual chains. Oh, and here's the thing, though. Specs, right? can we, here's the thing. Can, can we also <laughs> add to this topic? If a chain is mentioned and you've eaten there and you've had a bad experience, let the table know. Let the table know. Exactly. Yeah, by God, let it go around uh, the table. Some of these might be a shocker because we don't really have them around here. Well, yeah, because I mean, that, that's that's kind of a point to make is that we ain't got shit around here. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's all uh, Tex-Mex mostly. Uh, at number 10 of the top 10 U.S. casual dining chains is Red Robin. At number two, Yum. Red Yum. Robin. Everybody, everybody knows the tagline, but has everybody had the food? There, I, I actually have because I lived in Arizona where they have culture and, and, <laughs> and variety. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but culture and variety. And it was, it was pretty good. I have oh, but say. if you lived up north, everything is a bland taste. It is. Me <laughs> coming from the south and was stationed up it, it's north. It's horrible. Everybody wanted my food. Whatever food I cooked because it tasted so much better because... Does it Red what Robin they, do what like they burgers? Do, yeah, 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 that's kind of because I know the North. Thing. What they do is they wait till after the food is cooked to oh. season the food, which doesn't absorb correctly, yeah. so it tastes bland. <laughs> you ha I had to teach these people <laughs> cook it with the seasoning in it as it's cooking, Dang. not after the fact. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work, Vivian. So, Red, uh, Red Robin's number one or number ten? Number ten. 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 Yeah, number ten. ten. All right. Number nine. At 
Number nine at two billion dollars. Oh no, two million? I don't know. Two billion or two million? It's probably two billion. Number nine, shockingly, because we lost it. Red Lobster. What? Number nine, Red Lobster's still in the top ten. It's those of biscuits keeping them afloat. The, 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 you know what? Right? Yeah, I wonder yeah. if that accounts. If you've ever gone you to Red Lobster and ordered lobster, the yeah. store, no. then you got biscuits. ripped off. Honestly, because if you go to Red Lobster and order lobster, you get literally the tail and nothing else. Exactly. Okay, now you know how I feel about that. Is why the but they have the live like lobster, lobster that you can choose. Why the fuck would you pay all that money for a lobster and only get spend the tail. that same fucking money on a sack of crawfish down here? Okay, smoke. Um, but um, number uh, eight. The Cheesecake Factory. Oh, oh, that should have been higher. I've never, cheesecake I've never Factory cheesecake is brilliant. I've, I've heard good things about Oh, they're so good. Man, if I could eat there every day. Where's the Cheesecake Factory? They have one in Houston. Oh, yep. really? I got figured. Their yeah. menu is a book and everything is delicious and it's Dude, so like, fresh. You ever, oh, you ever walk God. in a place out there called the House of Pies? Because it's just as bad as that. You'll really? stare. At, you'll stare at the wall at the House of Pies for hours. To figure out what pie <laughs> Dude, there's there's easily a thousand pies listed on the uh, on the wall, if not more. Now, see, now that I got to the Would bottom you? of this beer, I can actually start tasting the cinnamon. I was just about to bring that up. Perfectly honest, like like going through this, ha- having hit the halfway point, this just gets better. Yeah, over time. Down. I mean, that's yeah, kind that's of the case. Yeah, that's what I said. Normally, if you mix it, oh, yeah. it should bring it to the which, through the entire beer. But now, which is why we usually wait till the end to yeah, get to, a to number. Give our, to give because our sometimes, yeah, sometimes beers will get better or worse while drinking it through an episode. But now I taste the actual cinnamon flavor that I was yeah, yeah. earlier when there was cheesecake factory hack. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Um, I would always get the Thai lettuce wraps because they're amazing. And you can buy, if you like a sauce that they make, you can buy it by the jar. I used to do that with the uh, the sauces for the, the wraps, but yeah, and they're not that expensive. That's something that everywhere jar. needs to do with their sauces. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Everyone applaud this man. <laughs> like applaud this man. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so number, what is it, seven? seven? Longhorn Steakhouse. Like, oh wow, I'm gonna say I've been to Longhorn Steakhouse. That was like, (laughs) you know, after every football game, you and your dad get in the F-150 and you go to Longhorn Steakhouse to celebrate either a good win or you know a hard loss, whatever it was. I, I have a thing though about Longhorn. There are selective items on the menu that me personally, you know, I don't, you know, it's different for every human on the planet. But me personally, there's some things that I think you should stay away from. I think you should stay away from their pot pies, their hamburger steaks, something like that. <laughs> but their but their actual barbecue, like their steak and their ribs and stuff, oh, splurge, yeah. oh, spend dude. the extra money, get the expensive steak. It's absolutely, fucking worth absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's like it's like going to out. Now you know there is a steakhouse that, that was good that Beaumont closed down, and I wish they would never have done Which so. Which one? And I, he's only been there Logan's? once. No, he's been there once. No, and I took him for his birthday, and I took him for his birthday one year. And it was Cattle Company. Oh, oh, Cattle Company. And it, and it was I actually, nice. I, I, will, I will say that, that was a that was my funny it enough. Was a nice. Speaking you of actually, dads again, you Cattle Company got, was my dad's every year birthday choice. No. He'd be but, like, and the steak they give you, the steak they give you was actually worth steak, your money. A good yeah. cooked steak and, a and damn I can't whole believe they closed beer. down. Jeez. 
Now it's some other thing. Speaking of it, number six, Outback Steakhouse. Ooh. Now look, this is a place that I have never had a good experience at. Oh. Every single time I've ever been to Outback, one of two things happens. Yeah. Either I get a really good waiter and the food comes out subpar. Or you get shit fucking food. Or I get a waiter that acts service. like that I am like, like I am ruining their day by no, coming in no. there and taking an order. <laughs> and then the food is still subpar. So... I just want to say this. That wow. is a Beaumont, Texas thing. In Arizona, the waitstaff was always super nice, and the food was always yes. amazing. Even, even in Spokane, yeah. Washington, I'll I'm gonna say that. Um, had, uh, and their filet mignon is overpriced. I'm just gonna say. I was gonna say I was shocked. Uh, we went to one in Humble, and I was like, it was like a new experience. I was like, Outback is. Good? See, maybe I just need to go somewhere besides ours and I'll be like, because the worst experience I've ever had from Outback, I ordered the shrimp Alfredo and it literally came to my table cold. No, I had some real bad experience at Real Cajun with some crappy waiters. The waiters here are so flipping rude. Like, I don't even, I won't even eat there. I I would get it to go if I want Like, the one over in Cornetus Grove's area, the Real Cajun. Oh, yeah? They have the worst waiters ever mm. that I have experienced. Number five, <laughs> Chili's Bar and Grill. Oh my God, I'm tired of eating there. That's all my older daughter ever wants it's to go out to eat, and that's yes. Chili's Bar and Chili's and fucking cheddars. Yeah, matter of fact, fucking I, I actually have a good story about Chili's though, because like, mean, they, don't get me wrong, they have good food. I went there for my 21st I'm birthday, <laughs> and like. You know, they, they made the experience of it. They were all like, yeah. oh, you're, you're with your dad and your friends on your 21st birthday here at Chili's. We have a bar. You know, they're all like, you get to try a drink. The first drink they gave me was free. You know, they were like, yeah, you're 21 years old. It's your 21st birthday here. You can get a drink. It tastes fucking horrible. Yeah, to me. So I, can, I can't argue that about their food or whatever, but I can say Chili's is a good time. So has anybody reached the bottom of the beer? Because me, now I've got like, gotten to the yeah, bottom. I've the very bottom kind of, it just tastes explicitly nasty. Bottom of the barrel. The cranberry pierces through a lot at the bottom of the barrel. Yes, and so does that cinnamon, and it to me it just doesn't seem like it mixes well. Number four. Number four, Buffalo Wild Wings. I oh, love this wow. place. Good wings. Okay, hot, 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 hot. They're good, but they're they'll cost they're, you some money. They're good, but unless, they're fucking pricey, and they are Unless it's buy one, get one. Yeah. Now, now yes. I'm gonna get one night. Yes, yes. 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 We're we're gonna gonna get one night. 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 I'm fucking <laughs> You go in there on the buy one get one night. You order the fifty wing count wings, and you you, <laughs> you tell them, look, ten, oh, ten of them expensive. Ten of them honey barbecue. Ten of them spicy teriyaki, and you yeah. you get it to where by the time you get to the fifth set of ten. It's the the hot, hot, blazing hot, oh, yeah. or fiery you, or hot. You get, or you get oh, like but you're paying you twelve dollars really for that alcohol. Like that that's, alcohol, that's a great combo. Yeah, you're paying. And I've never had a bad burger from Buffalo Wild Wings. Their now, Swiss burger tacos? was great. Their mushroom yeah. burger was great. I, I agree. I agree. Those are. I love that like, street burger. Those are my, <laughs> yeah, my damn selves. Yes. The blue cheeseburger. I like literally like ordering burgers from Buffalo Wild Wings was a thing of mine for a and while. You can't lose. You can't yeah. lose ordering a burger. To my understanding, on this Wild list, Wings? Buffalo Wild Wings uh, forms kind of a place Depressing. similar to they're, Waffle House. They're good. Okay. In terms <laughs> of at least serious. the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. They have a cauliflower wings. No, Buffalo Wild Wings got cauliflower wings where they serve beer. Yeah, they got vegetarian options. They didn't when I went like. Yeah, they they like they've changed they've changed a bit. They've updated their menus. Yeah. 
Cool. Buffalo. There, there are some things I should have brought back, like the fucking, like the blue moon sauce they used to fucking have. That right there. Dude, I don't drink blue moon, but god damn it, that's fucking good. <laughs> I, I, drink I drink, not saying I wouldn't drink a blue moon, I just don't buy it. I understand. <laughs> Number three. Number three, Texas Roadhouse. Oh, nice. And we have a new one in, oh, yeah. in Beaumont, and it's fucking is good. Is that the place where you can throw the peanuts on the floor? Yes, it is, it, actually. Yeah. Yes. You, did. you get peanuts, yeah, and peanuts you can just crack them and, and throw the shells. Yeah. Another, the only other place they used to have like that was a catfish cabin. Yeah, love and, that place. And Logan's. Yeah. Yes, and Logan's Roadhouse. Yes. So Texas Roadhouse have nothing but good memories there. Yes. Number three. Number two, Applebee's. And I'm shocked that it's there. I hate Apple. I hated Applebee's. Where can you find them? I would throw... When it was Every here, I, around, I got food poisoning. It was in Beaumont. I got food poisoning from their damn bacon, apple bacon yeah, burger. I can agree with. I can agree once again. I know it's probably just a around here area, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Is, yeah, but, I, but every time I turn around, I hear they're closing down. I ordered so their, I'm uh, there's even an apple their shrimp around. and spinach dip, shrimp spinach artichoke oh, man, dude, dip. Bad news bears. And, and the the chips were so stiff. Oh, like they were that so they stiff. Went stale as can be. Yeah, I tell you what, though, dude, you want a place that's got good chips and good sauce as far as I'm it was El Tony fucking Veo's in Port Arthur. Oh, really? Dude, yes. fuck yeah. And I, you mm. like avocado? No. You ever had a fuck? <laughs> I, I used to be the same, dude. I used to fucking not like it, dude. I got their fucking fried avocado one time, dude. I straight up fucking kid you not. Fucking bomb as fuck. It's stuffed with fucking fajita meat. Jeez. I, and it's fried. They have one at Beaumont, too. I think on Bannon. It is really good. It, it, dude, it really is. And the way they do their queso dip, it's mixed with fucking ground meat already. So, it is mm. prime time. Do it. Starting with you, what which chain do you think is number one number in one? America? In America. Hell, I think you've done pretty much listed all the name chains. Wait, no, no, no. Number, number, number one. No. What you got? Olive Garden. Damn. Mm, I'm not sure about Olive Garden, but it, let me see. What else was that? What else is out there? There's, uh, yeah, there, you haven't mentioned Wait, Cheddar's. You haven't mentioned, uh, oh. is it some place I hope here? to God it ain't Saltgrass. That's all I Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Oh. That's my yeah, bitch. You son of a bitch. I was going to give a good buffet, you fucker. <laughs> but I would think Golden Corral. Huh? Is it a place we've heard of? Or is oh, it, yeah. Okay. I would say Golden Corral. All right. I mean, they got a little bit of everything there. Number Tell one, one Japanese steakhouse is Olive Garden. Woo! <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Olive Garden. They, Olive got, Garden. they got some good pasta. Endless pasta, endless mm-hmm. breadsticks. Just the breadsticks, man. The number one uh, casual chain. Well, when you go there and you order endless pasta, and they're like, what pasta do you want? You're like, spaghetti. And then they're like, oh, you want the endless breadsticks with that, too? And you're like, yeah. And you finish your plate of spaghetti, and they're like, we'll get you another. You got to tell you what, though. There's actually a, I mean, I'm sure most of us have probably been to the y'all into Frankie's. No, Frankie's and Carabas completely destroy Olive Garden, Dude, but I guess I they're just not chains as much. Caliches. Yeah. Their fucking sauce at Caliche's blows everybody's fucking marinara smooth the fuck out the water. I think that's just a southern... I like the the veal scallopini from Frankie's. Mm. Veal scallopini's amazing. They're Alfredo with fucking... uh, It's up there. I'll put Frankie's Alfredo up there against most any other fucking places Alfredo. So what are we doing here now, Adam? All right, so... This is is class-worthy. This is a special episode because we just finished a beer. We finished a topic. But guess what? We have our... Second beer, beer of, the of the day. day. I'm trying yeah. to get the bottom of the beer to go to the top of the beer. So do, do we want to rate the first one before we yes, go into the second rate. one? I know when you get close to the bottom, you can you got the more of the cinnamon taste and more of the cranberry taste. But the, 
As far as I know, them two, when mixed in this beer, just does not mix well at all. So one out of ten. Our, yeah, I'm giving uh, me Tyler. I'm gonna give Red Nose Rain beer. I give it a five out of ten. Yeah, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. Five, yeah. Would I ever buy it again? No. I can't say I would buy it, but I agree with Tyler. It's about a four and a half out of a five, give or take. If I didn't have a beer and someone offered to me, I wouldn't refuse it. Look, if you gave me a choice of this and a Corona, I might choose this over a Corona, but four and a half. So this thing hasn't scored any higher than a five from anybody. So will this next beer be any better is a limited release by Infinite Loop. No, six no. Point Brew. It's Infinite Loop series. It's Six Point Brew. Yeah, Six Point Brewery. It's Bone Chill. Embrace the chill. Winter is right around the corner, so we brewed up a Bone Chill. This 8% DIPA is the perfect beer to reach during those cooler months. Packed with, what is that? Simcoe. Simcoe, Columbus, Columbus Chinook. Nuke. Citra hops boosted with notes of spiced pear. And spurs. <laughs> and finished with just a hint of spurs. So Winter Blues got nothing on this beer. Bone chill. Winter double IPA. Spice now, you know, we were talking what about... spruce? We were... Spruce tree. Spruce. Yeah. Like a... What's supposed to taste kind like? Kind of like a pine tree. So, of. we we, we got this... They, they look like pine trees almost. So, it's supposed to taste like pine tree? We, well, it's supposed to taste like spruce. It's different. It's its own thing. Yeah. Oh, so, we got the Red Nose Rain Beer can sitting right here next More to the Bone like Chill can. Tree. and uh, Compare the cans, guys. So, I think that the... Uh, the, the cans? Well, one's taller than the other. I think the, the, the Six Points <laughs> logo is just way cooler. Absolutely. More detail. Let's see. I think. Where's the alcohol volume on this? It's 8%. Mm. No, I'm talking about on this other one. Oh, 5.4. Not, yes. not only, not only so that, that, but it's, it's got. There's that going. I agree with Tyler. The six point symbol is pretty cool. I mean, it's a it's a star, man. I mean. So I can automatically smell. I can, hot, yes, I can smell the pear and I can smell the hops. Ooh, it's oh, absolutely. So it's got like. Right a, off the bat. Woo. He's got some nice head. It's got good lacing. That's what she said. Son <laughs> <laughs> of a bitch. The lacing on this is actually pretty good too. Since we got to look for that in the stouts. Is it? A, is it the power of suggestion, or do I smell Man. Christmas tree? That smell that, that's almost what the reminds me. That's what I smell spruce almost reminds me of like the golden wheat. You get the you get the you get the spruce. Christmas tree. Exactly. You get the spruce. You get the spiced pear. Let's try this beer. Oh, <laughs> he hates IPAs. Wow. He hates IPAs. I well, love it. <laughs> I don't taste the spiced pear yet, but I love it. <laughs> he hates IPAs so much. This is a, this ain't even IPA. It's a double IPA. Double IPA. <laughs> so it's double the hops. <laughs> double the hop time. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I'm not close to the on it. I like it. I mean, it'll put hair on your chest, and it, it tastes really good. I have a hairy chest already. I'm good. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Brandon, try this one. I guess you wonder where There's I'm some been. still in it. Uh, their IPAs are meant for a glass. It's, it's not as bitter as, like, Stella Artois. It's it's actually got a really nice flavor. It's not bitter for the sake of being bitter. It's well, you got the spice pear in there that kicks a little something in, but <laughs> my God. <laughs> So I think the spruce that. and all that stuff is all for the all for the nose. It's all for the IPA. Mm. Mm. Nice little winter beer. 
Man, yeah. you're supposed to be drinking in the freezing cold, so it, get, so it warms you up. <laughs> it, it, it releases your... It's almost like breaking out of uh, draft out. I don't know about it warming you up, but uh, it'll definitely let you know it's there. Yeah. And at 8%, it's, it doesn't, it's, like I said, it's not going to be playing with And it though. just punches well, you right in the back of the tongue. Well, like I said, it's like drinking a Miller Genuine Draft. Oh, right at the very back of the tongue and just bam. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It kind of leaves a hey, bad wanna, aftertaste. Hey, on the while we're drinking this, let's 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 try to wash it down with some of this here. Okay, so some sweet and some sour. How about that? Sweet, sweet and some bitter. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Isn't that how you like your uh, coffee? Well, these are the bluest blueberry things I've ever seen. Blueberries are fucking purple. <laughs> these are the purplest blueberry things I've ever seen. Yeah. Haven't you seen the movie Chocolate? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, it looks like, uh... I mean, the, the, the blueberry turns violet. Hey, it looks, oh, like, it looks like some good old rabbit shit after a rabbit's been blocked up for four oh, or five God. days. I haven't even eaten on the <laughs> Come on, guys. Hey, man, gotta do what I gotta do, you know? We're trying these blueberry chocolate-covered... Chocolate... These purple chocolate-covered purple berry blueberries. Take what you want. Yeah, right. leave some for him. Oh, it tastes like a waffle. <laughs> do you put chocolate and blueberries on your waffle? Mm, it does take like a waffle. I'm assuming everybody in here does. Well, maybe that's just uh, our blue- suggestion, I guess. It's just like it's the only time I have like blueberries in the wild is in a blueberry waffle. Same oh. here. Or pancake, right? But it does actually taste pretty good. Let's see. Let's see what happens here. It also doesn't give you that texture of Shitty waxy chocolate. Mm-hmm. It was like smooth. Cause that right there will ruin anything. Know. It'll it'll ruin no. fucking raisins, man. I and don't know if you like chocolate raisins. I think it makes it more peanuts, It'll fucking ruin it. Something's. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, you got that? You got that little sour bite, didn't you? No, no, I, did, no, no. I, took, I took a big drink. <laughs> no. Then I tried to wash it down. Eat a blueberry. Wash it down with blueberry. Oh man. Vaughn Crow is not a fan of IPAs. No. That is the truth. We've, we've learned this before in the past. Yeah. Don't just slap the shit. Hey, he's a sour guy. Uh, <laughs> he's a sour guy. Give me a sour any day of the week. <laughs> give me a whiskey and coke. I mean, literally when it comes to uh, a sweet mixed and drink, my go to drink is the whiskey sour. Lemon juice, lime juice, whiskey, coke. That's it. Ice. I don't know, mine. That's not like sweet it's and wet. Not much more complicated than a black tooth grin. There's two types of crown, a splash of coke, over ice, dime bag girl. Next time you guys come on the podcast, we're gonna have we're gonna have a sour, we're gonna have stouts and stuff. Let's get y'all diverse in beers. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you when you start hitting sours and ghosts, you start realizing why I'm right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, honest, honestly, I, I feel like one of these days we should do one. Uh, I know you can't buy it in stores, but we should try it with Stone Cold Smoking Skull Beer. Mm. As far as I know, they only sell it in 16. That's my number one episode. Oh. <laughs> That's my number one. My number one episode is the Smoking Skull IPA, hey. but then they just released a log or two. And That's what I was about to say. I know, a, I know they're working on more there's shit. There's a so. German IPA beer that's got... I can't remember what it's called, but it's pretty good. It's got the... the uh, Wasn't the Sam Adams as well? No, 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 no. It's got that ball in it. Yeah, Sam Adams. It's a nitro beer. Nitro. It's it's an IPA. It's got that nitro ball. Do I have the nitro beers? What's the nitro? The nitro. It's got the nitro ball. They're basically it's like a pink bar ball called nitro. 
Those, no, I know. 100% you pour the motherfuckers into a glass every single fucking time. You drink them out of the can, they'll taste like fucking ass water. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you love a fucking IPA or not. You'll take a sip and be like, what the fuck? I should have poured it in the glass. <laughs> you know what I really want to try? Here's my Christmas wish beer. Christmas wish beer. So allegedly they have a beer that's made from a strain of yeast that was resurrected from thousands and thousands of years ago. I want to try the ancient yeast beer. It exists. Where? On the, I don't know. It's a news article. This guy um, decided to start his own brewing company using this ancient strand of yeast that was resurrected from the ice or something. I don't know where it was from. We may have to Google that. We'll have research to research it. And yeah, see, I see, see where we can find that. No, no, yeah, yeah. We're but on I, now. Let's bring it up really, now. I bet it's. I bet it's expensive, but I really. I'll chip in. I drink this guy's science beer. Science, yes, science beer. It's <laughs> yeah. a nice way to cut it. But um, resurrected from ancient hops years ago. So, what would y'all rank? What would y'all rate the Bone Chill Winter Double IPA? Two. Pairs. Motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> one. Uh, I'd give it maybe a three and a half, four. Three and what? a half, four. What do you got? I mean, look, I I understand. I actually like IPAs, so well, this one. being a double IPA, as it says. If it's not bad. It does something that the taste like and the bite is definitely not for everybody. <laughs> I mean, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Tyler fucking does not give a shit for IPAs. However, I like an IPA. You can't always look. If I'm gonna drink something you want to drink, you want to drink a beer or two that'll put you in the spot. Get you a good IPA, or do you want to go get you a fucking a case of light beer and have to drink six, eight of them motherfuckers to fill what two of these IPAs will give you? Tyler, Tyler, what are you telling me? You never set your AC down to 40 degrees in the wintertime and grab an IPA and watch Hugh Jackman sing in the amazing movie Les Miserables. First off, <laughs> did you ever sit there and drink IPAs watching Hugh Jackman sing in Les Miserables? No, no. I turned the AC to like 62 and I grabbed a Jack and Coke and I watched Gerard Butler sing Phantom of the Opera. You understand that? He's not even singing it! It's a fraud! It's a fraud! Well, you know what? You know what? Until we get the live-action Hollywood version of Oklahoma with Hugh Jackman, then I'll start giving a shit, Adam. That's just... That's just your opinion. Well, that's fine, because that's all we have here are... Opinions and beer! We are a million